0: Use code antihero for 15% off Refracted Wolf Apparel. They have graphic teens. Te- te- not teens. Not graphic teens. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> That's that not going to go over Leave that in. Do not take that out. Graphic tees. You were lied to. And don't let that cloud critical thinking. How
1: many points do I have to make that don't add? How on? many other people do I have to bring in this conversation that do not back up Rob's...
0: for life welcome back to the anti-hero podcast part delta force part street cop all podcasts I'm your co-host Tyler owner of refracted wolf apparel
1: and I'm Bryn Tucker owner of first responders coffee and first responders cigar company
0: and today in in spirit of SWAT roundup here in Orlando do you want do you want to introduce it? We don't know we can't say his last name because it's literally impossible. I think you can
2: do it. I, I feel like you got it down now.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I got it. It's I've known him for a long time. This is Tim Sinopoulus. <laughs> Nailed it. Spell it. <laughs> spelled like it sounds. Right. We, we went yes. over this. We went over this. Yes. I've already passed this. Common test. spelling.
0: <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, we'll knock out the sponsors real quick. Uh Use code ANTIHERO for 15% off Refracted Wolf Apparel. They have Graphic Teens, te- te- not teens, not Graphic Teens. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's, That's not going to go
2: over Leave that in.
0: Do not take that out. Graphic tees. this is one of them. Defund Dancing Cops. Um, You'll say 15% off hats, stickers, flags. They have everything you need. Um, outsider Apparel brand and First Spotter's Coffee and Cigar Company
1: correct we are a family friendly site with no teens uh but you can Thank still God. come but you can still come check it out and uh put in frcc 15 at checkout and get 15
0: percent off and please don't forget to check out our patreon i just filmed a bunch of content today for it um three or five dollars a month depending on which tier you join really helps us out uh brent's talking on a new Shure mic that we bought uh, so his voice will probably sound a little bit better than ours, but right. um, we appreciate. <laughs> Thank you. Any support you guys give us, it's fucking awesome, and um, we'll and, roll right into it. Yep. Well, and there will be
1: uh, shirtless content from Tim only on the Patreon. I promise. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you're here, uh, like I said, because SWAT roundups in town, which is a huge thing, in law enforcement in this area. Yeah. But you came. Where'd you come from? So I'm from Ohio. Ohio. Okay. And. The, uh,
1: do you know how that, that relationship between SWAT Roundup and, and Ohio started? I mean, obviously, you guys are—you know, couldn't be any more north than us. Right. Uh, no one fact-checked me on that. I know Maine's more north than that. But, yeah, obviously, there's a massive distance there. But you guys have, you know, the, the relationship is is a tight one. It's been there for for years. Do, yeah. do you know the origin of that by chance?
2: So, from my understanding, it just comes from the people who have been in charge of both our uh, Ohio Tactical Officer Association and Florida SWAT. So, they, they've known each other for a long time. So, they come up to our conference every year. We come down to theirs, so it's kind of a little bit of a tit for tat, and they yep. they invite us back every year. They haven't kicked us
1: out yet. <laughs> yeah, and you guys invited uh, us up FRCC up to Ohio to your conference, which and was, it was awesome. It was a great conference. Didn't you guys yeah.
2: sell out of everything?
1: Uh, did, we did. We, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I we, think he underestimated. We, he, we did. He didn't trust me. Oh when my god! About it. <laughs> uh, you know, we went we went to Texas TTPOE before that, and, yeah, and we second were, and best. Second best, and that's what yeah, that's what everyone said, and that was a great show. It really it was. Yeah. And everyone like, says that. You know, Ohio uh, even bigger than this. And it just didn't make sense to me that Ohio would be bigger than, than an event you don't in Texas. Trust I, <laughs> Never trust a creek. Uh, but yeah, it, it was it was it was a really fun show, and man, it was busy. Right? It was. I don't I don't know where you pull them. Does uh, that many people even live in Ohio? Well, a few left. You know, yeah, yeah, we pull them yeah, in from yeah, like West Virginia. Yeah, <laughs> the ones in the T. Well, yeah. we,
2: we try to do a little bit different too, where we really put our vendor show around one day. So that we can just cram everybody in there. And that way you as a vendor uh, see everybody in one day. And you're not stuck there for a whole week. And it, yeah. it's good the other way. There's got this benefits, pros and cons. But uh, we just find this easier on the vendors yeah. uh, to have everybody coming yeah. through. And-,
1: and, and just when I thought it, it was this big, you know, as I walked around at some point, I got a chance to breathe as a vendor. The, you had another wing of the building here that was full of vendors. Right. Another wing over there full of vendors. So right. it, it's a lot
0: to take in in a day. There's a
2: few thousand people there that we yeah. had, so.
0: Yeah. So I was- it, how, how many days is that?
2: So it's five, okay. Uh, and it starts off where Monday is like our entry day, and we do our debriefs, things like that. That you can have Monday night, we do a barbecue. Tuesday is the vendor show, and then after the vendor show, live fire. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, we host training classes. Okay. So
0: and then every night is drinking. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the uh I don't Pat, water. if you're listening, no, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all. No, we 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 try to limit that. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, set the bar. Yeah. Uh, outrageously high but but it's Do but it is kind of true uh i mean th- that you guys have and like i think other tactical associations have seen what a tactical association event can can be right uh in ohio and you don't have to be texas you know to, yeah. to be that big and i think you know and arkansas has definitely put you know a massive amount of effort into their convention trying to grow it georgia has alabama has and they and they reference ohio you know a lot That's with, awesome. with with how they're how what what the game plan is to do it, and that it can be done. So you guys have really you know in, influenced the you know the uh, tactical officer associations countrywide. That's good to hear. It's great yeah, leadership.
2: Yeah. They, they've done a very very good job putting it all together and
1: basically creating a blueprint for others. Yeah. So the the
0: you want to go into the uh, the business. Yeah. So, so. um One of one of the things we do is we promote uh, not necessarily small businesses. We just had a uh, a content creator on who was a former cop and she makes six figures if not more a year
1: a, a month
0: a month yeah, yeah. six figures a month. so she's not yeah, really small business her. but yeah. You know, and, and yeah. She, it, 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 it 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 airs monday <laughs> <laughs> so uh but you know anything that's veteran or our first sponsor and that's all we do and um so what is your business specializing specifically so in 2017, basically, I wanted to learn how
2: to stipple a gun because I was going to have someone do it. Somebody at work bet me I couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> rightfully so. The tiles did not look great, but that's how I started. So I started doing grip work on guns uh, from that point to now. It has just evolved into something much larger where I'm licensed FFL always have been, but also with an SOT. And now I supply a lot of agencies with uh, whether it's body armor, optics, suppressors, wow. firearms. Uh, I still do all the custom work. Uh, just getting into like doing laser work now as well and things like that.
0: Are you in your you full time active duty? Yes, yeah, so
2: I do a lot. I mean to say, full time cop, uh, road sergeant. I work on the Marshalls Violent Fugitive Task Force. Uh, I work with OTOA just whatever they need. Uh, oh, so you're with the Marshalls Task Force? I do. No. Part time, though.
0: Part time. I was nope. going to say, if you're a road sergeant, God, they man. would, yeah, they would not let me go full
1: time. Well, I want to stay on the business for just a second because nope. that's always you know, intriguing to me. And uh, I also think, yeah you know, the. The amount of first responders that are also business owners are are staggering, and I, I think that's a very cool, um, you know, aspect to the culture yep. and and the type of person that is a first responder. So, when when you first started, so you've been in business for, for five years now.
2: Your math's phenomenal.
1: It's it. I was homeschooled, so I said that as a question. That's some flourish right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, what's if if it, it's kind of it's. It's a lot to ask off the top of your head, but you do you know that per- percentage, percentage wise, like how your growth rate has been, was it was the first year your biggest growth was were, you, were the first no. year you're like, uh, I don't know if, if, if this was a good idea, right? Like how's, how's the, the progress of, of your business been for, for five years? Um, so I do track it, but like the first year was, I mean, first I would say first year
2: wasn't even a full year. And then the second year that would be my first full actual year. That's awful. I mean, it just wasn't there. The benefit I had was I had a regular job. Right. I didn't have the overhead at the time. Mostly I was doing uh grip work, things like that, that were really more just labor. Right. So I didn't have that stress of, yeah. Oh, I need to make these ends meet to cover this bill or whatever the case is. Yeah. Because no, it was not good. I will say learned a lot, followed a lot of the right people. You know, Gary Vanichuk was, well, I, I probably butchered his name, but it goes by Gary V uh, real vulgar guy on social media. If you follow him. Okay. Dude's an awesome business guy though. Talks about it all the time. And he said one thing and it stuck with me. He said, Help out another business and expect nothing in return. And if you do that genuinely, see what ultimately it does for you. Heard that? Stuck with me ever since. And I would say like year three. Yeah. Uh, I was just going at it, helping other businesses with stuff, helping other organizations with things, and it just blew up.
1: Really? Yeah. I love I love that story. I love hearing that because. Uh, we're in our first year, so not not that I'm glad you struggled your first year, but uh, you are. but okay. <laughs> but you know the first <laughs> years are tough, and and no other business owner that that I've ever talked to, you know, not one I think has looked at me and goes, oh yeah, your first year may be big, be be ready, it may be big. They're always yeah. like, you're gonna struggle, uh, yeah. it's gonna suck, you know, and it's, I feel like it's just more of a can can you hang in there long enough? That is it, uh, yeah. and. And realize the mistakes you've made or the, the you know, the, the opportunities, you know, and kind of head That's that what way
0: separates it from a hobby from a business. Yeah. I think it's uh, 100%. And you said first responders like it's just it's everywhere you look now. And I, I want to say that there's probably the reason why could be is because we all saw the generation above us retire. Everybody forgets who you are in a year. Your your livelihood is cop work, and then you kind of maybe feel lost. And then you know I've been to calls where, you know, they die two years after they retire from a heart attack. Right. You know? And it's like you want to have something set up so yeah. when you're done being a cop, you can utilize your law enforcement career as your stepping stone and probably the background for the business that you just started. Yeah,
1: and I, don't, I don't like your business model as well uh, because it allows you to leverage relationships 100%. you know that, that that you have. So. You know whether that's your background of you know all that equipment or not. You know I think you know people always want to get into something that, um, yeah. You know, uh, here, here's a saying that I think is one of the the biggest lies to to our young generation is is do something you love. Do something you love. If you can, that's great. I mean, if you can, that's great. Right. Do something that can provide for your family right. way above <laughs> more than something you love. Yeah. Um, so. You know, I, I think it was a, a great move that you did something with within your within your realm, and that yeah. you can you know leverage those those relationships. And, yes, and even all helped. those relationships, it, it didn't didn't necessarily uh, you know push the ball or felt like it pushed the ball the first year or no, second year. Still you got to prove yourself. You man. had all those relationships, and it still took you you know to your third year to see the yep. uh, to see the fruits of that. Yep, I think that's um, uh, I think people underestimate um, why capitalism is is such a such a beautiful system and that uh it's not not everything's guaranteed nor should it be definitely not but with enough hard work
0: it can't be are you uh are you starting to see i don't want if you don't want to say it don't say it but sometimes this the side hustle turns into a legit business which it has and then now sometimes you can start you can start projecting like i can't do both and yeah. is there like what Is it a possibility for you to leave law enforcement earlier than you wanted to because the business has taken off? So, I mean, that's exactly. And that's what everybody always asks me.
2: They're like, you know, we've seen this growth. What are you going to do? Because I actually, I got into this later because after the military, I was out for a while, contracted overseas and then came back and then became a cop. I was like 31. Yeah. So I've got, I mean, I've got, uh, this is going into my 12th year at, at where I work. So I got a long time ahead of me. But for me, a Work in a good department, it's pretty solid, pays great. It's a solid pension right there. Mm-hmm. So we all know when you're self-employed, man, if you don't hunt and you don't kill, you don't eat, right? Mm-hmm. And what I had to do was learn this because I just kept building, 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 and I'm the type that instead of stopping and looking to see what's going on around me, I just keep going forward. I am just yeah. keep chugging. And mm-hmm. uh, then at some point I had to kind of like, okay, you know what? I can't maintain this. And a couple things happened uh kind of got screwed on a few things actually, you know, working with other people, helping them in their businesses and they kind of, you know, stuck it to you a little bit.
1: (laughs) No good deed goes unpunished. (laughs) Right. Right.
2: But you know, in hindsight, it sort of was a blessing because at the, at the pace I was going, I was waking up early. We worked 12 hour shifts. I was waking up early working, working a shift and then working afterwards. That's too much. Yeah. And, uh, so what I've learned is now I just say no more often, just the things that, that I either don't want to do can't do or just look oh. at them like that's just too much to yeah. deal with
1: or it's not worth it
2: it's yeah. exactly
0: yeah. And, and that is the power of saying that sometimes it's important yeah, yeah. it's better to whole ass one thing to half-ass two things that's a quote from ron oh. swanson right write that down
1: yeah He's, he should he, that guy deserves his own quote look <laughs> yeah. the yeah. uh and, <clears throat> and and this is what i love about the you know, the, the mm-hmm. yeah once you get into this like, type of circle so you know we're, we're here with with lion arms uh uh in our warehouse and you know, a gun order comes in. The guy wants a light, and he wants a uh, an optic. You know, for this gun that he ordered, and you know, like yeah, he is he like hey, you know what? What should we? You know, what, what should we offer him and, and say? I was like, yeah, I got a guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll hook you up with Tim and get you a light and uh, an optic within this price range, and, uh, and I'll probably end up ordering that same package uh, for mine. me about that light that uh, at at the price and the lumens that that you were. With the pressure switch that you're uh, uh, recommending to me, because I think that's a amazing deal.
2: Right. Well, that's the problem with uh, I don't know why, but for some reason in the light realm, uh, there's this level, which is like, well, there's garbage. Then there's one a little above that that is good. Then there's a big void in the middle of price. And then it jumps right. up to your, you know, right. your surefires and your mod lights. And right. now you're getting into, you to know, buy separate switches and all that. You're
1: going to be in like 400 yeah. so with that I'm- one. I'm not jumping out airplanes anymore. I'm not diving. You know, I I don't I don't need the, the military grade equipment that that I used to have. And and not to cut you off, but tell this yeah. quick story. Like I was keep your surprise face. Equipment bougie, you know, in in the Delta Force. And then as I got out, you know, you're, you're used to working the best equipment. That, I, I But I love but, me but now bougie. but now you, but now you have to pay for it. And I'm like, oh, that's what that
0: cost. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not buying that. You're like, should the... I destroy those? <laughs> a full power this is laser. my tax what? dollars are going to. Whole... Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. I've Dude, I've, I've lost I've... more full power lasers. Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and so now I appreciate you know uh, those that, yeah that type of equipment. That's that's still right. good. But you don't have to pay six hundred dollars for a flashlight. Yeah. But how important a tack light really is. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to have one.
2: Right. So I want to hook you guys up with simply it was a stream light and they they call it like their HLX because it's a thousand lumens and it gets you in that lower one hundred dollar range but it comes with the remote switch has a thousand lumens comes with a mount and now the new ones even come with uh two types of mounts it used to be if you had an m-lock which obviously most people do now you had to then put an adapter and then put this on this now you know your light's sticking that far off Yeah. now it comes with all that it's like where, where can you get that for that price uh and then you know people don't like things that are made overseas even though that half our shit even if it's Made, made in America, It's the parts are not from here.
0: Yeah. That's right. Uh, they, the they do whatever they have to to just be able to say they made it. Right. right. Just yep. the bare metal. D- that's right. They
1: have a headquarters plant yeah. here, but everything's produced over. Overseas. Did you
0: Did you guys, real quick, so we're talking about entrepreneurship. So the quick rise of Lions Not Sheep. Do you guys know what that apparel brand is? Have you ever yeah, heard of that? absolutely. So I, you know, I was doing, I was always kind of uh, weary of him. And I did some digging, and the owner—I'm not saying he's a bad dude or anything—but you know, he's never served a day in his life in any type of capacity, and he's like one of those like five, six-time business failures before this finally kicked off. What he was doing was he was saying our shirts are made in America. Well, there's an old-school rule or a federal law that says you cannot take the tags off your shirts that you buy wholesale and put "Made in America" unless it's made in America. Um, I don't—I've never heard of anybody being prosecuted for that. Well, then. He pissed off the government. He's anti-Biden. You know, yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he pissed off the feds so much. They came after him in a oh, lawsuit sure. and sued the shit out they, of him. They oh, check man. his mattresses, too? For- yeah. <laughs> I thought that was uh, that was interesting. I've always wanted to talk about that. but I didn't even yeah. know about that. Yeah. That's,
1: uh, but that is...
0: You can't say... I mean, uh,
1: you can't do that. I mean, I'm, and I, don't, I don't mind poking the bear. I, I think we should. I think as, you know, as American citizens, it's almost part of our, it's our part of our job and part of our culture, you know, is, is to always poke that bear. But man, you better have your eyes dotted and your crease and your teeth crossed if, uh, yeah. we're if actually, you're going to start doing that. We're
2: actually dealing with that shit right now yeah. with, um, shot stop body armor was yeah. the biggest body armor uh, manufacturer around because they had a 15 year warranty their plates were lighter, thinner, cost effective and a 15 year warranty. What department doesn't want that? Yeah. And then now they just got raided. And, uh, I don't know if they haven't come out with it exactly yet, but I've, I've seen this story on social media and I didn't know the details right. of it because, uh, you know, it, it could be something simply as lying about lying, which it's not simple I mean, it's a big deal. We don't want to be lied to. I right. fucking like right. yeah. say it's made in America if you're getting parts or, uh, the pieces overseas, especially, I think it might've been like a Barry compliance thing. Cause they were selling to the military. How you ever thought you're going to pull that off when you start selling to the FBI? I mean, they can test anything under the sun.
1: Yeah. Um, and they
2: do. Oh well, yeah. So yeah, that, it, it happens
1: man, that's
2: what'd you do in the military? <laughs> nothing cool. I, I did some, I went into supply. I was going to college, uh, got in a little bit of trouble, just, you know, typical young kid. you do? getting trouble wise. Nothing bad. Uh, it, was stuck. Like, sm- huh? it was like not going to gloss over that. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. No, it, it was super simple <laughs> stuff. You know, like, like smoking weed, maybe peeing off a frat house roof or something. I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe, okay. maybe All not. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah, I yeah. can't confirm or deny <laughs> that one. Um, All but, right. uh, I went in and then I did like some force protection, like security work, they, they allowed us to do it while we were in there uh, when we got deployed. And then uh, I got out just after
0: 9-11. Okay.
2: Um, came home, was out for a while. Dude, you look like you're my age, bro. I'm, I'm 45, it's bro. looks like it's you're that, 30. It's olive oil. I it's hate that, olives. but I think that, it runs through my it's blood. that Greek
1: yogurt and olive oil. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. It it's not, you know, I a, actually, not, actually, bathe in it. Not, not the stereotype, but, but it's a stereotype. You, you did. That was racist right. shit. But I, but it's there's, true. So. You're right. There's, there's positive <laughs> stereotyping. There's, there's, right. there's one of them. Right. I'd like, like to start, start this positive spin on, on stereotyping. It's not always negative. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. One time,
0: my recruiter when I was 19, he was like. He was going through it was during the, the surge to Iraq. So it was right after you got out the nine eleven happened and Bush was just sending troops to Iraq. Right. That was gonna be a thing. And you know, my recruiter was like you know, he's like, Have you ever smoked weed? And I was like, you know, Yeah once in high school and he goes, Have you ever smoked weed? I was like <laughs> Oh he's like I'm a, let's just put no. It's just easier. They it's don't do easier. a lie detector It's so yeah, yeah, right? easier. I go, yeah. oh, okay. I was dumb. And I went to MEPS, my final thing at MEPS well I had to get a secret clearance for um I don't know why, but I had so I had, so I had to have go ahead. have my um my little meeting with the background investigator at Meps. And, uh, before going in, yeah, it was like the, this, the before you ship oh. out to boot that Meps visit, I had well, to have my secret clearance yeah, uh, background check. And he goes, um, he's reading through my papers, and he goes, "Have have you know have you ever smoked weed?" And I go, and I was remembering what my recruiter said, and I said, "No." And he goes, well, your initial application, you said you did." and i was like oh shit <laughs> and i was like my recruiter told me to lie out <laughs> him <laughs> out they, of,
1: out of they of. had to call him in it was <laughs> oh a big oh really
0: yeah they called him back oh and he had to god. come clear it out and yeah. you know probably blame me for being an idiot but
1: yeah, yeah. and what you were which we all were you know what I mean? like, <laughs> right. you, you, you put a young guy in that in that situation he doesn't he, he doesn't have the social skills <laughs> right. to get out of that yet you know yeah. <laughs> oh, and at man. the end of the day
2: too good god
1: I, did you pop I, positive
2: on your test when you went? No, cool. Yeah, yeah I know. What, Do I really what, care what you did in <laughs> high school? We talked
1: about this a couple episodes ago. Just the whole culture shift yeah. on, on marijuana was such yeah. a big deal back then, and today yeah. it's, it, William, it doesn't. It doesn't right. matter. I mean, were you
2: doing heroin or smoking weed? There's a huge difference here.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, there there is a difference. The so what did you do after that? You got out. You, you four years
2: and got out. Yeah, I did four years. Uh, you actually, did contracting You said I did business first. I did mortgages because I was during the boom. It was okay. crazy. Oh, and, good for uh, you. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But that's where I got my taste of business right okay. there. And yeah. I did it for six years. Was really successful with it. But I really missed the military. I, I know that sounds stupid. Uh, I, I'm sure with just the brotherhood and the camaraderie and stuff like that. Right, yeah. But I'm so glad I didn't. So some of my friends that stayed in who ended up doing contracting work after that. Mm-hmm. They're like Tim. You know, hey, we can hook you up. We can get yeah. your job over here. So they got me a job overseas. And, you know, same thing. I did a phone interview. And, you know, I think they were basically like my recruiter. they like, hey, just say this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, hey, tell them you know how to do this. Yeah. Here's yeah. how you do Don't it. Don't deviate. Yeah. Google this shit. Learn how to do it real <laughs> yeah. quick. And then, so went over there for a couple of years. Do you remember and,
1: the, the company uh, that you worked yeah, with? Yeah, yeah, it, ITT Federal. So okay. like
2: a conglomerate. Okay. Uh, when it was like uh, computer tactical um, communications, they did a bunch of stuff where I was at. Other places, right. they did all, other things. But, uh, and, and where were you we at? So there I was go. the whole time I was on an area called Camp Slayer. So it was mm-hmm. an Intel base right off, uh, not too far from uh, biop. Okay. Yeah. One too far from there. It was actually, yeah. honestly, it was Intel. So yeah. you know, FBI, DIA, the other agencies. Right. So it was pretty nice facilities. I couldn't complain. Uh, right. Our yeah, accommodations yeah. were yeah. so much better than yeah. a lot of w- people.
1: Working out every day, going to the green bean cafe. Degree. Sure. <laughs> <green. Yeah>. Every <laughs> day. And I'm, not, and I'm not knocking that. I, gosh, that's it. That, it's not bad.
0: Was that, that the green zone? They? No, they, they were everywhere. The green bean yeah, cafe, they yeah, were yeah, everywhere. Yeah. yeah, they were. Yeah.
2: That, and, you know, your little stationary things are Rippets,
0: which I can't <laughs> yeah, even look right, at yeah. those things anymore. Good
1: <laughs> God. Saw a Rippet at a, at, a, at a Dollar General. at a Dollar General. It had to be somewhere like you
0: that. You should have seen when they I made their one. way to the States, For everybody course, will lost one. their mind. Everybody lost them. Because it took a long time for them to make their way here. Because I don't know. Rip it? Yeah. I never saw them before Iraq. And then I no, never saw never, them after never heard of I, it, I'm never pretty
1: sure it. the only reason there's a market is because of ex-military <laughs> people <laughs> buying it. Right. Nobody else knows what the what hell what that a is. a brilliant strategy in some aspect. We're going to create the demand by pushing it overseas <laughs> first. And then we're going to get back and be, and it'd be addicted do, to this stuff. You know, like, gonna, where do
2: I get it? We're going to find out. It was like the cigarettes of the the, yeah. the 60s military. people. Yeah. Like, hey, remember they used to give you cigarettes yeah. for like a quarter. They were real yeah. cheap. So we're going to find out, okay, by the way, you're dying from rippets.
0: Yeah. Well, it, we just talked about that um, with like energy drinks and pre-workouts. Like, I mean, they haven't done a full lifespan study on right. this stuff, right? So yeah. they found out cigarettes were bad when they were like, oh shit, they'll kill you, right? The same thing. They're, our kids are going to be like, you know, these cans are going to have huge labels on them, will kill you, you know, can cause yeah. cancer and stuff. But
2: I have a philosophy with, with energy drinks though. It's like, you got to, listen, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. I, I was watching that, like, I need them. You know, I work too many weird hours. We rotate every 28 days at that. And then I, yeah. And
0: Wait, it, patrol rotates every 28 days, every
2: 28 days. So you have no circadian rhythm, like none. I have, oh. I usually wake up and I have to look at my phone or watch, but like, yeah, what, what day, day is, is it? it? <laughs> what, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and it's yeah. not from a bender. It is just right. from working.
1: <laughs> Dude, that's like, insane. Do you what? What's the reason for that? And it's, I'm sure I'm sure there's some sort of reason why they have that. And what's the what's what do you think? What's the benefits of it? You know, so at our place, schedule? a lot of people
2: just didn't want the fixed rotations. Prior to going to twelve-hour shifts, they were doing. And whoever did this one, I think hated people because they did eight-hour shifts, two weeks, two weeks of days, two weeks of mids, two weeks of nights. And at some point, from nights to days, I think they even doubled back. I'm like, who? What did you? You must. They must have hated patrol,
1: because that sounded. Awesome. Sounds like someone who didn't do the job is making the schedule. Yeah, they sat around the table <laughs> like, hey, guys, I got a great idea. <laughs> right. No, right. the one
2: plus side, though, of the rotations are that I always say, like, "I don't love, I don't like working on day shift, but I love my life on day shift. You know, during day shift, it's like, hey, you know, my... Feel normal. Well, my boyfriend, uh, you know, yelled at me seven weeks ago. Uh, I, my cell phone was stolen <laughs> right. yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, you know, versus night shift, it's like yeah. things are happening. That's right. are yeah. making them happen. Yeah. A different problems then. Day right. shift yeah. is
0: sweep up from the, from what right. happened prior.
2: So because of that guy still like that, I think we should do three month rotations. At least get your body some yeah. time to acclimate to it. Yeah. Feel a little
0: normal. Well, if you no. do, it's either three months or four months. If you do it the right way, um, that's what my agency I worked for prior to this when they did every three or four months and you are like during Christmas you'll be on days one year and then nights the next year it's just the easiest way to yeah but, some guys uh, they're just not interested I talked
2: to we were talking to some of them they're like no nah, I don't want to dude I uh, cannot okay.
0: believe you guys not even a month and you guys switch back that's unhealthy right so that, goes,
2: that goes back to the energy drink thing that's why yeah. I say I'm like I try to just cut corners like instead of drinking maybe a monster I can't drink monster anymore I, I think they're gross but like a ghost, at least I can understand 50% of the ingredients in it versus monster. Yeah. I can only understand two of them.
0: Yeah. Bang, bang that. went out of business for saying super creatine on the can. I think monster took him to court and said, this is false advertisement. What the hell is super if- creatine? Cause I, I would always get the bang and read what the hell, but they got, they, the lawsuit was twice as much. so big that they had to go out of business. <laughs> super creatine. Well, yeah, take, so.
1: take, take the idea super coffee off the list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, glad we talked about yeah. that one.
0: That yeah, we're all sitting here talking about oh, yeah. energy drinks oh, okay. and Brent's like, you oh, got a solution. Yeah, 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 yeah stop drinking energy drinks. <laughs> Drink my coffee, damn it. Want to go into our cop stories?
1: Yeah, yeah. And before we go into his, 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 uh, his, his cop background, how, how we transition that, let's talk about cops. Perfect time.
0: So, we do I I don't like the name because when people hear third party they don't know I'm a cop. People think we're shitting on law enforcement, but we didn't Brent always talk about like you, every profession needs to call it their own, right? Because no one's allowed to, right? So, um, so I do dumbass cop of the week, and this week <laughs> it this actually happened <laughs> earlier in the year, way earlier, but I've been wanting to get it's to it. Me, is it? <laughs> <laughs> we had your body camera footage. You? <laughs> <sent>. <laughs> So this happened in Seattle um, this was a so this was unfortunately body worn camera caught conversation now first off, cops are very cynical uh, and our private conversations aren't private anymore you just when you were in a uniform you have to you just have to accept that whatever you say is being monitored in right. some way shape or form and A young female in Seattle was struck in a crosswalk by a cop that was running code. Um, She died, right? But that has nothing to do with this investigation. I guess Homeboy, who's vice president of his union, the guild over there, uh, had a conversation where he joked about her death, where, you know, he said things like, uh, yeah, I just write a check, $11,000. She was 26 anyway. She had limited value, right? Damn. we're we're sitting here on a podcast right now and I can't be... I mean, I've said worse because I don't know the person. I, it's a joke. It's a joke to get through. Like, a girl was just killed in a crosswalk by maybe one of your buddies. You know, it's that weird, dark humor where people don't need to see that. And I only say he's a dumbass for saying it when he knew there was a chance that it could be picked up by some. I mean, I, we, my cars have microphones and cameras in them. Like... You know, you're talking third party. You're talking to somebody on the phone. You don't know if they're going to record it. No,
1: I'm I'm sure the American public doesn't want their, you know, their, their daily conversations recorded. You it's know, such a you, you, Right. Yeah. I mean, you'll, 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 you'll even, even the best of people that, you know, slip up one percent of the time and probably had something that got recorded and played back to them where they'd go, ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's not me. Right. You know, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. I don't know what happened to the outcome with that guy. I should probably look it up, but um, probably not I'm a, good. yeah, he, they just and, and especially
1: in that area in Seattle, yeah. probably yeah, trying, that's trying not getting away going, with that. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, way, not going, not in Seattle, not going over yeah. well. And I hate to say it, nor I don't know. I almost want to say nor nor should it. I, I I don't know. I mean, it's a party must be. like, Hey, it, <coughs> you're right. T- take him as a person, you know, uh, uh, as a as a as a full picture. You know, what is yeah. You know, that one statement shouldn't undo years of good work. But, man, I think that's, that's a tough one. I think where it got even harder, too, is when he starts throwing
2: in there. And now we're splitting hairs, though. We're looking at it in hindsight, right? Right. But we're yep. talking. You, one thing you're like, ah, you know, just cut a check. You say shit like it all the time. Then it's like, her life had limited value. How the fuck you don't know who that person is?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, that's probably where it, where it gets a little I a think l- that's, l- that's where people, are, yeah.
2: You know, uh, that's a tough one. But like you said we've all said things that we shouldn't have oh, yeah. maybe even wish yeah. we didn't say whatever the case is yeah. yeah uh
1: i get i get the pleasure uh of good cop of the week the hero they, of that's the that's right beep, beep, be beep, the, beep. The, the, the good guy <laughs> on the uh on the podcast i don't I tell him all the time you don't have to do the bad the bad cop of the week but he wants to do it he loves doing it. And so. Well the
0: problem is too I look for <laughs> it's, it's fitting
1: just kidding, I'm just kidding. It's fitting. I
0: look for <laughs> other first responders and military personnel and it's just <laughs> cops all the time.
1: <laughs> be, be, and, and again oddly enough because they have body worn cameras you yeah. get to see you yeah. get to see all the good things they, and you get to see all the bad stuff yep. they do. You know you don't I don't uh, I don't see paramedics up you know in the back m- mic'd up no, uh, no one get, oh, you, can yeah. you imagine that dark humor <laughs> when oh someone's dying gosh. or something it's <laughs> like when you see the medical examiner come in some
2: of the stuff they do i mean i've seen them like stick their head like i'm hey i don't see an exit wound he's like oh i bet you it's right back here like a bowling ball you're like uh,
0: wow uh, oh that's oh, a job have you guys ever been to i know you probably have, have you been, ever been to a medical examiner's office
1: uh i, I have i don't it, i would what i would consider like the uh the believe, believe they call a uh, mortuary affairs overseas. Yeah, I've I've been there. It's just
0: like the the county medical examining office is fucking it's just weird. It's um oh, the people people that people attracted, attracted to,
2: that job. Gotta right. be Dude, they're, you're getting your mother <laughs> next to dead
0: people. I mean, come the on. The only weirder <laughs> people are the body snatchers. Those are the yeah. only weirder people. <laughs> but they um but it's the mortgage where everybody in that county goes. Um they bring the body there to the... They have to... Even if they know your cause of death, I'm pretty sure most of them still go. And, like, they had... I had to... I had interned for Volusia County Sheriff's Office in college. I was a college kid. Now, I had gone overseas and stuff, but it was just so surreal to see, like, 17-year-old kid died in a DUI, and they brought his frozen body out because they he was an organ donor, so they cut his... It was just... And they had, they had a dude laying on the table that they had pulled out of the uh, river, so he was completely um, bloated. Green and uh. bloated, and bloated. Yeah. And they cracked They use like bolt cutters from Home Depot. There's no special yeah, no. medical <laughs> examiner. They're just orange and black. And they cut the whole rib cage open and open them up. They saw their head open and pull the brain out. And they have to um, they have to pull a piece from every organ. They just take a little piece. And they yeah. throw it in a bag, and they throw the bag in the in the body cavity, and then they sew it up. And then like, I'm assuming when you go to a funeral, a regular a regular death, there's bags in that body, and then oh, it's, yeah. it's just yeah. where we're at. They don't so
2: if they don't suspect anything, like no, you know, no mal intent. Uh, then they don't go there. Okay. So for us, they won't go to the medical examiner. The medical examiner, we call them, and they'll release the body to the funeral home, and they'll go straight to the funeral okay. home.
0: Okay. So if it's a natural death or like an old person, that yep. And they don't you... expect any
2: foul play. You know, there's not like the door was kicked in. All right. <clears throat> look, it may look like natural death, but this door's kicked in. Something's up. Yeah. We're gonna take. They come and take the body. Okay. If not, they sign off on it. Yeah.
1: I think I think that's a weird uh part of society. I don't I don't think most of society is ready to see that and see how that. Hot dogs no. made, so to speak. They yeah. would be like, "I can't believe you do that." To, to Some bodies. of the ones we've seen, yet, are just... yet, yet it happens every day. They don't, right. they don't know about it.
0: Yeah, they, uh... well,
1: Look what you started. Look what you may have kicked off. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Now, now we won't have a field trip. trip? Oh, no. Yeah. Fucking. <laughs> 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 if
0: you don't know, you're never around dead bodies. Like a first responder, they move, they fart, they breathe still. They breathe when they go. <gasps> Like that, and it's just like, oh, it's yes. horrifying. It's got to be weird.
1: They'll, you know, it just reminds <laughs> me of random rabbit trail. Uh, you know, 18 Delta special forces medics in their medical training have to, they'll, they'll go and do an ER stint at major city hospitals. Cause that's where they're going to see a lot of trauma and get to, you know, work on. Uh, trauma before they do it overseas. I mean it's Legit, it's yeah. right. Yeah, it's 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 uh and you know they'll go to you know Chicago and, and all these major cities and they'll get to work on gunshot wounds before... Chicago? <laughs> I pulled that one randomly but and believe it or not, yeah, it's probably probably one of them. Um my, my roommate who was an eighteen Delta came back from one of the trips like, hey man, how 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 was it? He was like, it's just weird. He's like the, the very first guy that came in, is he was still alive and his head got something hit him and his head just got canoeed. Just canoed open, and uh, he's he's still he's still breathing. Uh, he's in and out of consciousness, and the he's the ear doctor walks in with a cup of coffee. Just normal as can be. He looks at him and goes, "So, what do you think? Well, what would you do for this?" And just drinking his coffee, and he's like, "It's just another day at work for them." Yeah, and, yeah. To, and to him, it's just yeah. another day. Uh, gosh, there's the medical the medical field. I do I say it all the time. You know, whether it be paramedics, doctors, nurses, I have so much respect for them and, and what they and what they see. I think they are the unsung heroes of. Uh, as much as you know, cops get cops get a lot of crap. But they do get a lot of praise, you know. But I don't. I don't think uh, well. Doctors get a paycheck for praise, but the rest of them, <laughs> the rest of them, uh, I don't think they get get their their due diligence. But yeah, we'll go back to uh, oh, the hero, to hero of the week. Hero of the week was a uh, a a great video and really shows one the the wild stuff you see on night shift and and the restraint that that, that good cops have. So, a guy shows up to a uh, to a gas station. I don't even I don't even know how. Stuff like this happens in society, and he shows up, and the, uh, like the, the candy aisle and potato chip aisle is already on fire. And there's this homeless suspect number one standing there, <laughs> right. suspect number one, standing there just as normal as can be. And just when you see the beginning of this video, you're like, what, what is this? And uh, he's talking to him. He's like, stop lighting things on fire. And uh, something you shouldn't have to say. Yeah. Something you shouldn't have to say uh, to another grown man. Right. Uh, so he becomes a firefighter and he and he puts out the fire. You know, and,
2: real quick, you know why we do that as cops, by the way. I so like, you, you can rub out. it
1: in. <laughs> yep. They hate it. To let them know they that, that they're, they're the
0: second responders. <laughs> All right, so go ahead.
1: He goes and puts out the fire. When he's done putting the fire. The guy's gone. And, and so
0: <laughs> he didn't stay, which is weird
1: because he stayed until the cops got there. But, but yeah, and and he had a normal conversation with the cop, and then he puts out the fire in like go five now. seconds with a fire extinguisher. Turns around, the guy's gone. He he runs out the store, and uh, he's nowhere to be seen. All of a sudden, this homeless man is has uh, is, is running a 12nd second hundred meter apparently, and uh, he turns the corner and, 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 and there's a the homeless guy, and he douses him with, with, with lighter fluid. And the homeless guy. The to homeless the cop. guy. Yes, yes. The homeless guy <laughs> douses the cop with lighter fluid, and uh, and and has some on himself as well. And uh, the cop breaks breaks contact. Some other cops show up, and he had the wherewithal to say, Hey, don't tase him. He has he has lighter fluid on him. We don't want him to uh, to go high order. Well,
0: and also that cop could have. I mean, he could have shot him. I mean, I don't know if if I get lighter fluid thrown on me and I can't. That's step me, one, What's happening next? That's right. That's right? step
1: one. And now that's right. He's already shown a propensity to good word. To uh, spell it. <laughs> <laughs> B R O propensity. And then <laughs> okay, yeah, he's up. already he's already sprayed something with lighter fluid and set it on fire. He's shown that he'll do it. Yeah. yeah he's right. shown right. that he'll do it. And if you
2: wait to see if he'll do it again, it's a little too late.
1: Yeah. Absolutely, but you know they, they they end up doing the right thing, showing restraint, and uh, detaining this homeless this homeless guy who's who's clearly you know is is, is having issues. Health, yeah. Right
0: now, the way they take him down though, that was pretty cool.
1: you
0: uh, gave him a little a yeah. nudge with the Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: a nudge, just little, a nudge. Yeah. Yeah, you it, know. You don't want to get that stink on you. Get it on the
0: Tahoe. Because <laughs> it was like, hey, man, don't tase him. He's got lighter fluid on him. And then I guess the guy driving
1: was like, okay, and just went. He,
0: he might be super slippery, too. Think about we
1: got, it. We got a problem solver uh, on shift that night. Good yeah. for him. And good for him. So, yeah, there's, and I'm sure, you know, working, both of you guys, working night shift, just have, you know, you you, you hear those stories. To me, they're crazy stories. Like, they are. That's not something, and you know, of my crazy stories and the Delta Force and, and being a Green Beret. That's nowhere in the realm. You know, just nowhere in the realm. You know, and that's what you guys
0: deal you with. Never fun, had a wrestling naked people. Nope.
1: Nope. Never had that.
0: Na- Last episode, you said there was no such thing as a bodybuilding terrorist. Is there such thing as a mentally ill terrorist or a drug induced terrorist?
1: Yes. Uh, I I say that uh, we did we did flex cuff a in Iraq like a six foot four, two hundred and forty pound, very muscular uh roided up terrorist who actually broke his flex cuffs. Oh, uh, and when you ride around those flex cuffs for a long time, uh that they can get dry rot, right. they get you know the sun weather, can get on right. them, the weather, this, that. And so at that was actually uh we, we moved over to uh to handcuffs after that for uh for that very reason. So yeah, we uh, it's a once in a blue moon but every now and again you'll 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 get a big guy. And that's that
0: Iranian steroids. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, you can get them at the grocery store. I mean, it's not hard. <laughs> yeah.
1: Gosh. And now I'll, I'll save. Oh, I'll I'll save I'll save the handicap terrorist for a, uh, for the Patreon. Ooh. That one. Right. That one's. That they're one's, clearly handicapable if they're a terrorist. That, that 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 one's that one's unique. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Well, remind me. Okay. We'll send that one out.
0: So, are you excited about Roundup? I mean, how many years have you gone to Roundup? So this is our fifth year coming down. So as as a judge.
2: Oh, you're yeah. a judge. Yeah.
0: Now, first of all, just to be clear,
2: you know, I know it sounds really official and I really want to play into it, but I'm not going to, (laughs) um, I'm not sitting behind a table holding up cards. yeah. That's that's, what you're picturing? That's I'm
1: sure that's what someone (laughs) is is thinking. So
2: there's, there's a, a big group of us that come down. It's typically the same people that come down as judges. Uh, and the reason they use the same people, uh, big reason is because we know what we're doing. We've been doing it for years now and they don't have to explain it, but throughout each and every competition we're each responsible for something different and it may be uh during a move and shoot portion of something you got to sit there and watch and make sure there's no line faults make sure they're not stopping while they're shooting uh that they're constantly moving or uh just simple things like that yeah, and yeah. that's
1: and that's what we're doing there may be a bigger one but i don't know about it i think uh you, you may know the numbers i think there's 70 teams it's, showed so, up this year and it's international there's, yeah there's, there's th- this trouble. is
2: the longest standing spot competition in the world and like you said the international they get yeah Hungary, uh, Jamaica, you know, all these St. Martin. I think they had yeah, South like, Korea uh, there. Yeah. They, yep. South those South guys they had ninjas. Ku- Kuwait. Maybe, yeah. um, so all these people come in here and it's pretty, It's actually really, I shouldn't say pretty cool, it's really cool to watch. Mm. And we, you know, my buddy over there, Joe, uh, he comes down every year and we're on the same SWAT team and we get an opportunity to see the different things they do and we kind of bring it back and use right. some of those little competitions that do on our own SWAT team.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure, and so yeah, I did the international uh, special operations sniper competition, and the the I'm a big fan of competitions because uh, we you, what you get to go do is it's the preparing for a competition makes you better. They breed greatness, you, do, man. Yeah, doing having to do it, you know, under stress and and the, the and, and the creative uh, the creative problems that you know they'll throw at you it really it, it it challenges you as as an operator, but. Getting to talk to those guys from, you know, all over the country and even the world and finding out some of the things they're doing and that they're doing wrong or they're doing right or they're doing different is is worth it in itself. show up to the competition
2: yeah well the best thing you can learn is from others i mean yeah what they do it here we do it at otoa i think everybody does them. where we do debriefs of critical incidents and we'll bring in you know maybe somebody from orlando during pulse uh after the fact they'll come to us and they'll they'll debrief us and let us know and it there's nothing better than hearing hey we did this and hindsight i wish we didn't because it it was a mess when we did this or we did this and it worked out great yeah how else you want to learn you want to learn on the fly you want to learn from other people's mistakes or? good things
1: and and generally it's the mistakes i say it all the time i've learned way more from any mission that's ever gone that's ever gone wrong than missions that went right so missions go right it's not a whole lot to learn i can tell you a lot about the dumb stuff i've done oh yeah (laughs) the the
2: good stuff i'm like "Ah,
1: yeah sure you just don't critique it as hard right because everything you know went went the way it was supposed to go you don't get a chance to to learn from it you're right
0: do you bring down everything you you bring down your business too no no No, i
2: Nope, I come down here just as a judge. Uh, the roundup brings us down here, come down here, and that's, that's just all we're doing. Okay. So I do get a chance to see people that I do business with, like Brent, uh, Nick, things like that. So I get a chance to see them, uh, which is great because it's nice to talk about anything we need to talk about and just hang out and, you know, walk around. I like going to the vendor show, too, and yep. there's a lot of vendors that I know from OTA say hi. Mm-hmm. Good to see him again. And yep.
1: Shout out to the legendary Nick Wacker, Legendary.
2: Legendary not, family as well. Not as legendary as his dad. <laughs> no offense, Nick. You're never going to be your dad. I'm just saying.
1: He, he's he's going to
2: be so mad to hear that. He knows. No, yeah. he knows. I know. We he love know. Him. His I dad love walks Nick.
1: around SWAT up like a like like a king. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows Nick's dad. I love it. And a lot of people know Nick because he gets introduced as, "Oh, you're Wacker's son." Yeah. I know. Just so you know, that sounds weird too, though. You're <laughs> <laughs> just just to be clear. Context context is vital. Yeah. So let's, let's take a step back. Uh, and, and, get, and get back to you because you're you're our guest. Sure. You get you get done um, with your overseas contract, and you know uh, I'm assuming police I'm gonna, work. Is, I went is right to the police you. academy. I, yeah, uh, wasn't even it wasn't a hard decision for you. Like this is what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, the
2: first thing was when I went over as a contractor. You know, what I knew right away I did not miss the military <laughs> because. Oh my yeah, God. I remembered right. all the dumb shit yeah, dumb you had shit. to do because yeah, yeah. these guys would be out in the field for, you know, weeks and they come back and they're like, Hey, we're going to a uniform inspection. Like really, let give these guys a break, but yeah. it is what it is. So yeah. I had an opportunity to help the FBI when I was over there, uh, do some things. We had a sleeper on our base and I helped track them down and, uh, it was cool. So I got to yeah. know them and I actually was at one point going to do, do that. They have a tactical electronics team out of Quantico okay. that they just travel the world. Yeah. And they were, I spent a lot of time with them and they started kind of talking to me and I realized that they was cause they were interested in bringing me in. But then I also realized that the person who was leaving was getting married and that's why, uh, <laughs> there's an opening cause all those guys just are gone 24 yeah. seven. So, but because I worked with him, the one guy was actually a cop down here in Florida for five years before going fed. And, uh, so I talked to him a little bit about it cause I, I had been thinking about it. I knew his background. I hit him up, so, up for some advice and you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to do this put all my information on my packet. So when I got back, I was in the academy a week later. And honestly, after living in Iraq for almost two years, yeah. that was the best transition because it kept yeah. my mind off. Uh, just coming home, and it was. I was there during the peak, pretty much, because I was in eight and nine when okay. I was over there. Yep. And so a lot of things were happening. And coming back and then seeing people go on with their daily life, you know, at first you're like, I- fucking take advantage you you, you know you hate this country you know you don't really respect it blah 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 whatever the things that people say yeah. and then i realized hey it's not their fault leave them alone and uh but it just kept my mind busy so yeah went, yeah, went right to the academy worked for a couple shitty departments <laughs> not that they were <laughs> shitty it's just not where i wanted to be it wasn't right. my thing yeah my goal was i wanted yeah. i wanted to be a SWAT guy and up, you
1: knew okay you knew that from the beginning I, that's I where you wanted end up
2: that was a, that was the my big thing that i wanted to do and the one department i went with they didn't even have a team because uh, they were like on a party island it's hard okay. to explain all right <laughs> but uh
0: and the other one That's what one, Brent calls his couch. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where invite you invited I thought he was inviting island. me out. Come on over. It's uh, a Party Island. So,
2: so yeah, that, that was the goal though, and that's where I just started driving towards it and I I wanted to get in with a a city that would a have that ability okay. and also
1: a city that did well and, you know, you don't want to yeah. work for
2: a, a city that's sinking. Yeah
1: did Did the culture of that department uh drive your decision making at all as well, or is it just the location and you know the the action of that city were you able I, to i'll be
2: honest, I didn't know much about it yeah, I got yeah. into law enforcement when everybody wanted to be a cop, yeah, and so where we live we don't we didn't have we do now, but back then, I think Florida does a national test, but you had a test for each individual city okay. so you want to go work in a suburb that's got say Uh, you know 40 officers right they'll take 200 applications they're going to hire one yeah Yeah. one out of 200 right so that was the pools you were going against what year was this Uh, that would have been the end of 09 going into actually going into 2010 yeah do you think you got hired because you're a minority absolutely because I'm Greek (laughs) I throw it out there all the time when everybody says something like are you saying that because I'm Greek and they usually (laughs) look at me like you're an
1: idiot
0: (laughs) um, uh, so what's something that our listeners and all that stuff, is this your business can, are the, are the, is this a business that they can take to their department and go, Hey, listen, I just found this on this podcast. Or is it, do you only sell to like, um, big clients? No.
2: So I literally, I will never forget where I came from. Okay. And I deal with individuals just as much as I deal with agencies. And I think the one thing that's helped my business catapult is when they come to me, cause I am a gear nerd. Uh, they come to me with questions cause they don't have the experience. Maybe they, yeah. you know, cause we mill, we custom mill slides, put red dots on them, things like that. Yeah. And they're like, look, I never shot a red dot. So now instead of going out and buying 18 things that are garbage to work your way up to where you finally need to be, let's get you started off the rip the right way. Yeah. Right. So underestimate
0: that the customer service yes. touch, like being there and just being a real person. Yep.
1: yep. It's huge. And Would, it, as, as much as I know about gear, and, and I do I know a lot about right. uh, gear the, the first thing I asked you is you know this this is what this is what it's for, this is our price yeah. range because you, you know your products better you know way better than I would ever know your products sure, and you know, that was the first thing I did was ask you
0: what what would you suggest for for this setup? I
1: was honored by the way <laughs> thank you
0: and here's another thing too, Brent. we didn't address this so you were kind of launching this like campaign of like grunt legwork of like if you're a first responder a police officer and you want FRCC in your substations let us know we don't just you know and I was like we have a fucking podcast that first responders listen to so
1: I do a bad job of, of self-promoting. <laughs> the worst. Right. I, I, I do I, because well, I mean, I'd rather talk about Tim. Yeah, you know? I mean, really, to be honest with you. And, and, That's why you have people like us to promote you in turn. Uh, but I, I will say this: that uh, again, we don't. Um, we'll put out every now and again on our Instagram. But if, if you're a department, we give wholesale pricing to you, so you don't have to you know pay full price for um, for it. And that way, it takes the you know hopefully it takes the the price part out of. The reason you don't have good coffee from a good company. And if,
0: if you don't want to go through your entire department admin to get it greenlit with a bunch of red tape, if you want to take it to your precinct lady who runs the entire, we all have them. We have a civilian lady that takes care of the entire house. You know, she does everything. Bring it to her and be like, hey, instead of this shit coffee that we have in the break room, can we get some FRCC coffee? <laughs> Brian will make it happen.
2: Yes. Did you ever tell them when, uh, when you wanted to give me a discount code? And you're like, you know, I'm going to give you 15 percent as a kickback for doing this. And I told you I wanted 20, and you were like, "What?" Yeah, I, that, that's <laughs> a, I forgot
1: about that story. I think it, it we, pretty funny. You thought I wanted I think it did, for me? Yeah, yeah. I think we did. Uh, you have to remind. I think we did 10 and 10 is what we ended up uh, yeah. doing. And so, so I, yeah, I, Tim's an affiliate for for FrCC and promotes us on his uh, on on his social media. And as any affiliate program, um, I said, hey, you know, uh, you know, I want to pay you for your time and anything you sell. Uh, here's a link, here's a discount code, and, and you'll get 20% of a kickback of, of everything. It was 15 and at the time you said, a kickback. Yeah, yeah I, I f- 15% and
2: of and just, just to you. I didn't right? tell him right. what I want. I didn't yeah. tell him why, but I said, I want 20. Yeah,
1: and like, oh. he's like, wow, he said, really? He goes, I want 20. I was like, well, you yeah, have 20. Then I explained to him. And that's right. And then he goes, and I, want, I, want, uh, I only want 10%, and I want a 10% discount to, to, to my customers. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool. I want
2: 10 going back to the customer. Oh wow! Got to give them yeah. something, right? right. Give, yeah. them a, give them, a reason to use my code, right? Yeah. So right. I give them a discount, and I said, the other ten, yeah. we're going to donate all that, hundred yeah. percent of it, to get first responders more training.
1: Yeah. Wow. So it was, it was, it was a, uh, it was, it was a weird back and forth because you, you wanted more. I slow played it. To you be funny. wanted more to get less, you know, in, in a weird way. Yeah. But yeah, for, yeah for, for for the right reason. I wanted to slow play with you. I knew I would. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I mean, I'm not telling you not anything. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, whatever Tim wants, Tim, Tim gets. In, I, love uh, it. I appreciate in, you, brother. In, in, in our book, although although when we put things on sale at uh, you know for like nine ninety nine for a bag of coffee, I don't appreciate you using your discount code and really really cutting it's me. Raping, deep. It. Yeah. I, yeah. I actually wait till <laughs> things go on clearance and then I and
2: then I get all. I see that's post, like, oh. <laughs> well, that's strategic shopping. People do that. <laughs> what for what a living. were you saying about capitalism earlier?
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. uh Back, back to you, Tim. Not enough about me. How long did it take you to get on the SWAT team?
2: Uh,
1: From I, I from actually when you got on there? I got pretty lucky.
2: Um, so I was on my department for about a year and a half. We At our department, we have a two-year rule where uh, okay you have to be off probation for two years. Okay. Before you can do it, I was on the actual department for a year and a half, and an opening came up, and they allowed me to try out for it. So we do a multi-jurisdictional team. So it's five different cities. Yep. And they allowed me to try out. Uh, they just put together my my background in the military background as a contractor and having worked in law enforcement for a little bit so they a lot because i would worked it was about two years in other departments prior to working with them okay
1: so, so they took it in consideration they said go ahead you
2: can yeah, try out you know obviously okay. they, they, it wasn't them that got to choose but right. so i tried out and I, I actually made it the first
1: time was uh you know was was the swat job what you thought it was
2: uh not really uh yeah i should say yes and no i it was I didn't know much about it other than right. I wanted to be part of a high performing team. Right. Like, I just wanted to be part of a team that I knew had my back all the time, that I, I just, that I knew would mesh well. They train together, they know each other's footsteps. Right. Right. That's what I wanted. And then I learned much more, and our SWAT team is great. We're a pretty close knit group, and we got a lot of great guys on it.
1: The. And then how long were you on that before? And right now you're on a, uh, a fugitive team, yeah. Uh, correct, with the Marshals? Yeah. Is that correct? How long have you been doing that?
2: Uh, about a year, year and a half. So I got on with them. Uh, a friend that was on it who had got on the SEAL teams, became a cop locally, got on that task force right away because, you know, his great background. Right. And then uh, I became friends with some of those guys from there. And they're like, hey, you know, we'd like to have you as part of the task force. But my department had never put anybody on it. So now we got to. We gotta do the sell. It's easy when you got a drug task force okay. because you're bringing in seizure money. Okay, what are you bringing in with marshals, right? You, you, you're, you're, it's it's human beings, it's bodies. I are, think you know. the only, they can marshals seize a lot of uh, assets, right? You know what the, the thing is? No, they don't, and, and not oh. at least not a lot. And the biggest thing is because we're not, you know, we're not doing search warrants, right? Yeah. We're, we're 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 there for people, yeah. right? We got arrest warrants typically, and with that doesn't usually come anything else because we didn't do we're not doing any other investigation you know drug units will come in and take all take over certain things so part, department doesn't get anything but you know what they do get they get the prestige of being part of a task force like that with a federal agency you yep. also get a federal agency that is 24 7 rolling around kitted up
0: ready to roll on a hit all the time did you did you guys run into the um BWC issue so there's there's a certain agency around here <laughs> that uh, admin, that was was like, yeah. admin was like, admin um, was like, the task force is going to have body cameras, and the marshals were like, "Fuck, they are." And there was a lot of like, "We're not going to have body cameras." Yeah, the U.S. marshals so, don't run Yeah, and uh, the admin was like, "Well, you know, we're going to. Our officers are not going to be out there without because we have to. The transparency narrative that we're pushing, we have to be the ones to answer for these shootings. The marshals aren't going to be at the press yeah. conference, So no. I, I won't have f- on this one. Okay. <laughs> All right. The um, What'd you say? And I won't here, comment we'll come. This <laughs>
1: <laughs> we respect that. Um, now that you have you know more of a, a background in law enforcement and in tactical law enforcement with being an, you know on a SWAT team, so you have some. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you know you intentionally try not to have expectations. Did you have some sort of expectation when you started working with the marshals and what that would look like and and how you know had that had those measure up to what you were thinking the job was going to be and who you're going to work with? Right. And and maybe there's a perception of what they deal with or don't deal with, and you start working that job, and it's and it's different. They ex-
2: they exceeded it for me. I mean, good. So yeah, first of all, we're in Cleveland. I mean, the op tempo for them is insane. I, there's just no shortage of bad people. Yeah, and the yeah. op tempo is nonstop for them. Uh, and on top of that, the guys that run it, their whole actually their whole leadership from their marshal down, their their chief, their assistant chief, their team leaders, they are some of the most squared away people. And on top of that they are great people. Like they have your back. Yeah. I mean, they're they squared away. They know what they're talking about. Totally supportive of their guys. Like, I mean, to the point where it's big boy rules. Like, Hey, yeah, go out there, do all your investigations, do whatever you're doing, roll around. And if something pops off, you get a, you get a notification and you know, you meet wherever okay. or in the mornings, we'll usually have some structured hits. Go do those. That sounds so cool.
1: Yeah.
2: And
0: yeah. let will kick off our morning with some structured hits, Say, hit the gym, go to lunch, and then uh, figure out the rest of the day. It's kind of <laughs> how it is. And, yeah. But then you'll get, they'll
2: get a call like, hey, there's a, a, a report of a possible shooting at this school, or there's a, we, hey, we, we just got a tipster called in and said that we saw, you know, John Smith over here. And then we all just converge on that area. <clears throat> Your company's name is? Delta Strategic
0: Firearms. Delta mm-hmm. Strategic Firearms. Okay. Yep. So, um, We're going to throw your Instagram handle up multiple times throughout this. Um, And then when people, a lot of times, I don't know much about guns, but I'm pretty sure you have the ability to ship nationwide, Yep. Okay. So so I know some, some places that people will message me and they'll be like, can he ship this or can I ship that? And um, is there any good dates coming up for anything? You know,
2: if you're in Ohio, I host a big range event every year. It's uh, me and a couple of the friends of mine, guy, Dave Mod Customs, Brad Holdway, I'll throw them out there because they're awesome dudes. Uh, the three of us put together an event. We happened to host it at the Northern Ohio Tactical Training Center in Ohio. Zero nine, also another great company. Uh, we hosted at their place and it's at Memorial Day weekend. Two days of training and brotherhood camaraderie, male, female, everybody welcome shooting and hanging out yeah. and structured classes. So that's a big one. And it's May and it's not cold. So that's good. I cannot promise. But yeah. you know what? Yes,
1: it'll be great weather. <laughs> right. Sure. It'll it'll be cigar weather. We'll send some, it'll some, definitely uh, be cigar- we'll send a box of cigars up. Uh I'll send for, you for, up for, for yeah, I, I, so, I, yeah, it's bad my schedule. May I need open a barista and a yeah, coffee yeah, guy. Yeah, okay. You, <laughs> you you let us know. In fact, that's actually a good reminder is uh um you got me into uh I'm, transition cigars, just real quick. Sure. So you're a cigar guy. In fact yeah. you you have, And you uh, just kinda hate me for it, but it's cool. It's it's bittersweet. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a fairly narrow you know minded cigar guy. I know what I like. Yeah, I don't try I a lot that. of things. Like I it, I I hate sometimes going to a uh, um you know going to a cigar lounge and then spending fifteen dollars on a stick and then not liking it and going Absolutely. I should have I should have stuck with what I should have with what I knew. Yep. We're at, we're at Ohio and uh, you break out your your trusty c- travel cigar box uh we'll talk about that in a second you've cost me so much money in in a good way <laughs> and you bust out a a, a a liga provider number 9 yeah. and you're like y, you you have you ever had one of these and i I've, I've seen them on the shelf all the time i'm like no never never ventured out and yo like, oh, you should have one so it's a lot easier to smoke one when someone gives it to you <laughs> yeah i'm i'm about six puffs into this thing and i'm like that's that's a good I cigar. still remember your face that's a good cigar you you and, looked at it you looked up at me yeah. and like and and it is now since then, it's been one of my favorite, you know, go to cigars and which is which is what which kind of drives you to want to go out of your comfort zone and try cigars. But rarely yeah. do you do. You know, if you try 10 new ones, you might only like one of them. So, you know, so it kind of I'm with you. I, I almost never find one I like unless somebody right. can really do. vouch for it. Right. Yeah. So you, you got me on Liga Provada's number nine. And uh, and you also got me on uh, cigar travel boxes, and I started noticing, you know, a lot of cigar travel boxes because of that. And you got one here, and uh, and so we brought on. You know, we'll probably be out in a couple, three more weeks, but we'll have our I'll own. I'll wait till they go on sale. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> drop the promo yeah. code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so our next cigars w- will be kind of modeled after a Liga Privada number nine because I, I I love them so much, and I had you try out some of our potential next uh, next next cigars, and we'll have travel boxes, and that's because of you, wow. and, and and OTOA. I'm gonna tell you something about your cigars, and because people ask me all the time,
2: because I am known, I am very bougie with a lot of things. I yeah. like good bourbon, I like good cigars. Look, life's way too short. to Have to deal with cheap shit that you don't like. Yeah, and. People are like, Tim, I know you're, you're, you know, you're out here throwing around the, their, their, stuff. And do you actually, they're like, do you actually like it? <laughs> I swear. This, this is what yeah. they ask. And I look at them I'm like, I'm telling you right now, buy them. It is one of the best sticks I've had. And that was one of your original releases. And it just, you, yeah. you, you came out of the box and you, you hit a home run with it. So I am excited for these because you did it right.
1: Yeah. Well, like anything i I'd, i I'd, i I know what I don't know. You know, I, I I didn't know everything about coffee. I yeah. went to a coffee expert and, 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 and went to people that I trusted as well because I can't just test my trust my, my taste buds. Right. It doesn't mean it's going to be, you know, what what the majority of people like. And I did the same thing with cigars, which is why I couldn't wait for you to come here because we're narrowing down the cigars. if so I got Tim. Tim's got to try one of these. I need I need Tim's input. Um, but yeah, other people's input, you know, is is actually uh, a huge uh, contributor contributor that and uh, more more so than more so than mine. I, I assure you. I feel special. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: are special. You are special. You guys want to smoke a cigar the way the SWAT guys do? <laughs> I, I, this Black could go guy, so many ways right now. SWAT yeah. guys, they, you, know, you put one mouth here and then you don't even light it and you just put the other one and then you just see how close you can get <laughs> before you Oh uh, Lady in the Tramp style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: You know, the other thing. I actually that thought that he was going somewhere else. <laughs> <this> <laughs> right yeah. Yeah. no. But especially I knew, being Greek. I you know knew. I'm like, uh, he's going to make a comment here. I, I knew it was going that way. <laughs> I, the only thing that you surprised was is that it was uh, two people. I just thought it was going to be one person, <laughs> so you did you did throw me for a loop. Um, yeah, you know, just the, and the last thing to say about cigars is the amount of people who are timid about. Tr- there's a lot of people out there that want to try a cigar, but they, they don't want to look stupid in front of someone. Like right. they don't know how to cut it, they don't know how to light it, they don't even know what to ask for. Yeah. And uh, should we offer like classes?
2: What do you think? Is there a business in this? Uh, we, we might. Man, it's called man classes. Man,
0: every man school. Yeah, man,
2: man school. school. Yeah, What's I his face, know. Pat McNamara? Basic dude <laughs> stuff. You know, maybe Hit him up. Tell him that's to right. start showing it.
1: That's right. <laughs> it, yeah, that is a basic. It really is a basic dude stuff. But, you know, I hate it for those guys because, hey, I started Cigars Late and someone had to show me that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, everything and do, I don't right? think anyone's. I mean, you're always going to have the guys going to give you hard times of what they do, but they're going to give you hard like time. You. Yeah, they're going to give you a hard time. And then they're gonna show you, uh, you know, how to cut it and how to smoke it. So in, anyone out there, quit, quit, uh, quit, quit feeling embarrassed about not knowing how to smoke a cigar. And uh, it really is like the the hour a day I get smoking a cigar, smoking almost every day, is just is the most relaxing hour of my. I look forward to yes. it. I look forward to it. How, yeah. how often do you smoke?
2: Uh, not as much as i like, but probably <laughs> let, 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 let's say like five times a month okay. And for me, it's cause I'm just a very high strung person. I'm always yeah. running. I'm always doing something. it's one of the times where I can slow myself down. Right. And yeah. it, it's just an easier process for me to do that. And yeah, yeah. I, like you
0: said, yeah. I enjoy that. It's almost like, I'm not saying you're obligated, but when you light a cigar, now you're no, like, no, that's I'm, it. I'm sitting here. I'm going to finish this cigar. Right. And every, the world can wait.
1: Right. Yeah. And mo- most cigars, been you know how, how fast you smoke, are generally a forty-five minute cigar. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're you know if you're gonna smoke the whole thing, you are. You, you're you you're stuck for forty-five minutes doing doing nothing. That and uh, could be worse. It, right. Yeah. And and in this world, uh, um, especially you know the, the the go-getters that most first responders are, right. uh, I think I think you do. You need something to slow you down for forty-five minutes and yeah. just say, hey, stop, relax, slow
0: down. And I think a cigar is the, the perfect answer to that. I really do. So Agreed. one thing we always do is <clears throat> sometimes on the show, we touch about like dark things and like, you know, mental health. or we get into you know, we had a bunch of firefighters on here. Got kind of weird, you know, but <laughs> shocker. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're holding hands under the table. <laughs> under that, the was, table. that was weird. But. Um, but we like to end it. Uh, we ask our guests like, dude, what's the craziest story as a first responder that you've seen? Because no matter how, you know, in 10 years you could be up here. At, your business could be skyrocketed. You could be, you know, you're always going to remember the days when you were a first responder. It's like, you'll never forget these stories. Yeah. So we like to end it on that. So do you have a story? All right. That's funny story. Like, yeah, crazy story. We'll what go, you got? We'll go with funny. We'll go we'll with funny. funny. All yeah. right. Like I said, appreciate
2: funny. Uh, all right. Uh, so the whole thing started over. It was somebody in my, my department. They saw somebody driving down the road right by our station, by the way, uh, they are driving on the road and they see them switch spots while driving with the passenger. And okay. they're like, well, that's weird. Oh, yeah. All right. Odd already. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Pull him over and the car, instead of stopping on the side of the road, pulls into the gas station. Happens to be right next to the station. Uh, Pull into there. And the guy ends up just getting out of the truck. And so right there, so the cop stays back and he's like, uh, you know, and everybody else shows up later. But he's there by himself first. He's like, you know, hey, get back in the car. Well, the guy's out of the car at this point. He's like, hey, just stay right there. The guy's like, I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, well, I have some questions first. and I'm going to save you that part. It's boring. But long story short is the guy's like, I got to take a shit. He's like, well, why were you, you know, he asks him, why were you guys switching spaces? It doesn't make any sense. So right, he, didn't, yeah. he didn't believe him. Right, he right, thought yeah. this was all a ruse of it, why he was doing that. Yeah. Figured out, hey, you don't have a license. Maybe you saw the cop coming yeah, and that's why. That's, he, that's, that's right. what I would think. Right. 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 Well, no, no, the dude whips his pants off and uh, just spreads them and just take, this is like two in the afternoon, by the way, uh, and just takes a shit right there. Real, real loose one too. And uh, I will never forget. Thanks for that detail. The sound. <laughs> because... <laughs> The, the cop that initiated the traffic stop, he's like, he he was losing composure of what to say because he was trying not to laugh. And the guy's like, he's like, you know, what do you doing? He's like, well, I got to take a shit. He's like, well, why don't you do it like any other American? <laughs> and we're, to this day, we're like, All right. well, like any other American? What does that even right. mean? What does that mean? Without, right. the, the guy had to take a shit. Takes a shit right there. We got a whole line of cops, like yeah. a felony stop. Yeah, The guy's in front the middle of the afternoon, and the guy's just taking a shit, and then he takes his underwear, and this is the belly, so it's whitey tighties. Tidy right? whiteys? Whitey tighties? Yeah. Tidy whiteys. Yeah. Long last yeah, night last yeah. night. Uh, wipes his ass with it, and I will never forget the sound that it made when it hit the concrete because it was so moist.
1: So, what, did they ever explain why they switched seats? No,
2: like he—he he, he, well, he—he he like was this. saying this because he had to go to the bathroom and he just right. couldn't drive anymore. I, to this day, I don't believe any of it. I right. think there was still something else going on, right. but at that yeah. point, it's like,
0: right, dude. Yeah. So you know, you know what? Though, I can can't make it up. I can be at first responder. You glad you didn't have to fight the guy? Y- yeah, you become <laughs> sympathetic to people in in their uh, more odd times, and I've almost shit my pants that work like you, you gotta go you gotta go alright well they always you know somebody used to
2: say that like just the, that FBI agent became a, became a cop he gave me one piece of advice he goes just remember that you're always talking to people on their worst day for the most part yeah. they just try to remember that yeah. even when you know you, when you don't want to they just try to remember that it was good advice because like you said be sympathetic especially if you're gonna shit your pants
1: <laughs> right. that's, that's a bad day <laughs>